Hi everyone and welcome back to the Bible Project podcast. We're at part 34 of our journey through the book of Genesis. We've reached chapter 3 verses 14 and 15 and before I begin I'd like to remind you that the transcript for all these podcasts is available in the podcast notes section in your app store or on the Buzzsprout podcast website. That's the audio version of the podcast. Now remember last time we saw Adam turn round and try and blame Eve who herself had previously turned round and tried to blame Satan for what had happened in the garden. But now we pick up the narrative at verse 14 and we're going to hear the judgment of God upon Satan. So the Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, cursed are you above all the livestock and all the wild animals. You will crawl on your belly and you will eat dust all your days. Now this is rather interesting. Do you notice that God did not ask Satan any questions? He had just cross-examined Adam and Eve, but when he gets to the serpent, he doesn't ask any questions at all. Perhaps this is because there's no sense in him trying to get a confession or ask for redemption. The serpent is not going to be saved or redeemed on this occasion or any occasion. Satan is to be cursed and the punishment will correspond to the crime. You see, the serpent had exalted himself above humanity. Therefore, it's now his destiny to crawl on his belly and eat dust. Now many Bible teachers have come to this passage and suggested that this is the point where the posture of the serpent gets changed. So three things are going to happen to Satan as represented here. He's going to be cursed, he's going to crawl on his belly and he's going to wallow in the dust as a sign of his defeat, his utter defeat. Now the next verse is one of the most important verses in all of the Old Testament. Genesis 3.15 which says this and it's God speaking And I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and hers. He will crush your head and you will strike his heel. Now look at the language used here. The idea being symbolised here is one of utter defeat and humiliation. Satan is going to be conquered, vanquished, he's going to be defeated, utterly defeated. But also note that God says that there's going to be hostility, an ongoing hostility between the woman and the serpent. Now Satan no doubt believed at the point at which he persuaded Eve to obey his word rather than God's word that she and her offspring would now be loyal to him. But not so. God promises to put in place a generational hostility between Satan and the children of Eve. Open hostility between Satan's seed and Eve's seed. Satan's offspring and Eve's offspring. So what does this mean? Because we know Satan does not have any physical descendants. So who are the seed of Satan as they're being described in this passage? Now it's a difficult passage but nearly every expert who looks at it in detail says this. Christian and Jewish commentators alike. They all say this refers to the spiritual descendants of Satan on one hand and the descendants of Eve on the other. In other words this represents 
an ongoing eternal hostility between believers and followers of God and unbelievers. You see the family line according to the earliest Jewish tradition and at the time this was written that would have followed the woman and that's why she is used here for this illustration. In other words this is predicting the eternal clash between believers and unbelievers or have some have described it as the universal eternal battle between the kingdom of darkness and the kingdom of light the battle between nothing less than good and evil itself if that wasn't interesting enough God then says this he will bruise your heel and you shall crush his head now this is where it gets really interesting because we are told for the first time in the Bible that this universal conflict will eventually narrow down to a battle between two individuals. The imagery here is taken from the idea of a man stepping on a snake's head and to do this is clearly a symbol of delivering a final fatal blow. So the he is the individual from whom this fatal blow will come and that person we've identified as going to be the seed of the woman. All the main commentators agree that this is going way beyond the narrative story of a battle between a woman and a snake in a garden. This is a symbolic reference to the Messiah as the one who will come and ultimately utterly defeat Satan. I think it's clearly saying Satan may appear in the short term to have some sort of victories by the bruising of the heel, but the Messiah, Jesus, will win the war and will do so with a total victory to the point of crushing the head of the opponent. Some would say this is the first proclamation of the full gospel in the Bible. It prophesies and predicts here as early as Genesis chapter 3 that there is going to be a conflict between Satan and the Messiah who is Jesus. And that conflict is going to result in the Messiah, although having his heel bruised during his first coming, but returning and crushing Satan's head at the Messiah's second coming. Satan had tried to use the woman to destroy humanity. But God would use the seed of that very same woman one day to destroy Satan utterly. And we leave it there for this time. Now in the next episode we shall see God speak again with the word of judgment. But this time he is going to pronounce judgment on Eve and Adam alongside delivering a very special divine prophecy. I look forward to joining with you again next time.